Welcome um, to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, guys. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hello. And as I often should say more and more in our podcasts, if there is trolls amongst you, I advise please leave the um, this podcast at once. No. Now. I mean it. You. Okay. You in the corner, out. Okay. Okay. Do you have to do a troll bit every day? I think it's important. <laughs> I had... Um, a little bit of horrible handling of them mm. here and there. So, anyway. Yeah, we do have our troll hanging around at the moment. So, yeah, yeah sorry. Go away. Yes. So, in this review we're doing tonight, it's um, Not of This Earth, which was released in 1995, released to, what was it Showtime. called? Showtime. Yeah. Now, uh, the funny part about this, the original movie was done in, 1957. Mm-hmm. It was a Roger Corman movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. In 80, 1988, somebody else decided to make do a, a remake of it using the same script on a bet to see if he could do as good a version on limited budget. I we'll bet, really? Yeah, and that's what, that's what it was made. So they used the same script, uh, obviously new sets and whatever. And new costumes. And new costumes and you know, new actors because everyone else would have been dead by now. Um and so they've made a remake. It's obviously the same script because it's almost word perfect, mm. apart from a couple of uh, yeah. uh, changes to yeah. suit the period it was yeah. actually done See, in. See the alien yeah. in this one, um, the Roger Corman one. If you if you've seen the the nineteen fifties one and the nineteen eighties one, both alien men are were well. His character's name is called Paul Johnson, and he's a. A very strict alien. Very cold. Cold-hearted alien. alien. No, but, but in this one, Michael York portrays the alien, and he he's a lot more of a light-hearted alien well, in this one. Well, not light-hearted, but he's a bit more approachable. And approachable. Slightly softer, but yeah, he's like a, yeah. like a lolly of a soft center. This is why mm. I'm doing a review on this one, because in this one, right. it has more character development. Well, I was going to say that too. This one's got a bit more uh, character development. And honestly, I mean, I know, um, I'll talk about who produced it and directed it in a moment, but Roger Corman was the exec producer on this, so he actually came in and obviously um, he was in favour of these people doing it, mm. and maybe he gave me a little bit of guidance as well. Yeah. As, you know, I don't know, but the point is, the storyline here is the same, but it didn't use the same yeah. script, it was a new script, yeah. which was good. Better because the uh, the other one was a bit stale. Yeah, I mean, mm. it was. Um, it, let me give you the cliff notes one story before I begin the actual big plotters. It's about an alien who comes to Earth in search of a cure for his people back in on his planet. His planet is suffering um, a horrible um, virus or something. Well, no, it's, it's, they've had nuclear wars for yeah. years and years and years, and then the radiation is gradually yeah. breaking their blood down. Yes. So what happens? Something to do with their blood. Yeah, it's, bra- it's breaking down too quickly, and they a bit like Keith Richards needs inje- needs these blood chains every yes. so often, you know. So. Um, but so they'll keep stay alive and propagate the race. Yeah. Mm. So they have a bit of a problem there, and. And they have a little bit of uh, riots going on down there too. So uh, I think it's a war on them. Yeah, they? a and bit of a war. Does this sound for, does this sound familiar to you guys? It's always a war on those other planets, aren't they? Yeah. I know. It just means that this we've went through our own problems with outbreaks and stuff, and we've sell and we had to deal with lots of riots, and and this even though this movie takes place years ago before this 
out the outbreak took place, right? Would you say, Mike? Uh, how would you explain that one? Well, it's it's um, mm-hmm. it's a sort of um, I guess it could mean human nature, like. They're not stuff. human. They're aliens. Yeah, but human nature. Um, they might be human we, ones. We both yeah. um, acted out in in the process. Yes. You but know. I think I think their society is in decline. They mm. they bypassed all the emotional stuff and everything became really really good race. Then something went wrong and they started to deteriorate. Uh, deteriorate and get their uh, hatreds back again, their fears and everything yeah. like that. And, and yeah. uh, of course, in this one, <laughs> it indicates mm. a more deeper, darker secret behind yeah. this all. So but they want to propagate and make a new race as well mm-hmm. because they're all, they they're not they're not making new babies anymore because they, the blood is not. Very, their blood's not good, so the body's not good. So the reproductive organs aren't real good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So anyway, moving on. So <coughs> now, can I talk about producer directors yeah. before you say yes, yammering on? Yes, we can yeah, go okay. on. Okay, we said it was a, a sort of a remake, but not a remake. Anyway, uh, produced by Mike Elliott, and exec producers were Roger Corman and Lance Robbins. Directed by somebody by the name of Terence Winkless. The name rings a bell, I just... I think I've seen some, that name somewhere else. I can't remember. Now, it, this new script was written by Charles Philip Moore and was based on the old script written by uh, Charles Griffith and Mark Hanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast of this movie... Hang on, excuse me. Damn <coughs> sinuses. Now, Michael York plays Paul Johnson, who's a mysterious man stroke alien. Um, yeah, my idea of um, him... Been playing the same role, oh, although I, th- I think York I looks like an alien. Although no, I did mark no, to Mike no. the other day that wouldn't Julian Sands play an awesome well, version of the Julian alien? When Julian Sands was younger, you might have filled the role quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. when he was doing that, was it, was it Gothic? No, uh, no, not Gothic. Movie. Yeah, Gothic. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that period when he was younger and very, mm. uh, very um, mm, good looking. Yeah. He, he was a little bit like Michael York in some ways. When he was yeah, younger. I think it's the year, mm. the accent that gets me. Well, he was a, he was a Brit. Anyway, anyway, moving, moving right along. Elizabeth Barandes, maybe, is that Barandes? Hmm. Uh, played Amanda Sales. She's a nurse to Mr. Johnson. Uh-huh. Yeah. He needs daily, daily transfusions to keep him alive. So, yeah. uh, Parker Stevenson plays Jack Shearborn. He's a policeman and Amanda's love interest. Now, Parker Stevenson, he had been around in things like the Hardy Boys earlier on too. Ooh. Don't you remember him? The Hardy Boys TV shows and oh, movies, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, remember, I vaguely yeah, remember. Yeah. He was one of the good-looking guys. Well, the Hardy Boys, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, Mason Adams plays Dr. Rochelle. Mm-hmm. He's, that's Amanda's boss who's under the control of Mr. Johnson. He's got some sort of mind power. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, like Dracula used to sort of control people. That's yeah. another thing about this movie, guys. It's like a cross between aliens and vampires. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a blood interest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, and Richard... Belzer plays Jeremy. He's a servant mm. to Mr. Johnson. He's an ex-criminal, or not actually, well, he, he's got form. I don't know if he's an ex-criminal, but he, he used to be on the streets possibly pushing drugs and different things yeah. and other good and movie if, things. And if you bothered to see the TV shows, you may have seen him in Law and Order, the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. okay. yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, irrespective, um, can't say much more at the moment before you go right along and... Uh, Strut your stuff? Uh-huh. Okay, do you want to do it? Oh, yes. Tell the story. Yes, so, it, it begins with our, it opens where a couple is just making out in the, in the park. And 
uh, the couple splits up and then we hear and then she gets this the odd weird voice in her head saying do not move do not move do not move and all that stuff we get a lot of these um weird voices in these people's yeah, heads sort of voiceovers here, type thing, yeah. like a voiceover and then she Lost gets confronted <laughs> with the alien paul johnson he drains her blood and he says have a nice day <laughs> he's he's a bit of a um, a, a bit of, as I said, he has an interesting personality in this one. Well, it's a sci-fi horror comedy. Yeah, in the original mm. um, one I mentioned, we mentioned, he's, a, in the other movies, he's cold, but in this one, he's a little less cold. Yeah, he's a bit, not quite normal, but getting there. Mm. Yes. So, we, next morning, or who knows how long later, he arrives at the hospital on, and he arrives on the, um, um, disabled parking in the awkward position. I won't tell you how. He, 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 yeah, he just He's not good at he, he driving. He doesn't park very well. Parks next to a fire hydrant in a no standing zone. Or, yeah. All the above. He broke or, out all the laws you can think of in mm. one driving incident. Yeah. Mm. Well, he drives on a disabled parking <coughs> spot, like in a in a vertical yeah. way. Yeah, he, he, he just get on with it. Anyway, he goes into the hospital and he demands... He, you know, a transfusion. Like, he really wants blood badly because he doesn't think... He, but they swamp him with stupid paperwork and he says, I died of hydration if you don't, if I read I'm dying. Right from I, the yeah, stuff. I need blood. I want a transfusion And now. there he meets Amanda and he's very smitted with her. My cat's called Amanda. Mm. So is um, the girl from mm. Sore, as we have talked in our podcast in the past. Mm. Well, yeah, Amanda was mentioned. Oh, another, another Amanda. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's very smitten with her, and smoot. Mm. <laughs> and he eventually meets the doctor, and he doesn't want him touching him for a blood transfusion. Yeah, he wanted to get a, trans- a, a blood test blood to find out what his blood type was before he gave a transfusion. Yes. But the but the alien's got this mind control thing. He takes yeah, over Doctor Axel's brain. And gets him to do it and convinces him it's already been done by giving him, uh, I think, a doctor's blood sample, wasn't it? Oh, no, yeah. no, no, he, he gave me his blood sample. He gave his blood. They said, don't tell anybody about it. Mm. Uh, I want you to study it because he needs an answer to the question, why is their blood dying off and is there a way to stop it? Yes. Mm. So, anyway, he then um, gets Amanda to give him a transfusion and he, of course is quite, really wants her to become his private nurse. And he knows right away that she's not happy in this hospital thing. He's a mind reader too. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so he's really interested in having her as his nurse. And I'm not surprised because the other nurse is rather nasty and not nice. And this one's really cute and sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so he goes to the, to the doctor, mind controls him wise and says, uh, make sure you, you, you force her to work for me, yada, yada, yada. Well, not force her, just well, no. um, get, can, fi- can, can encourage her to, encourage so. her to ju- with his blessing yes. and, and guidance, etc. And yada yada yada. Yeah. He needs daily injections. You might as well go and live in and be his living nurse. Yeah, living nurse. Ta-da. Yeah, she's a really pretty um, woman in this. <coughs> um, unlike the nineteen eighties one, she looked like a bit of a cross between a candy striper. No, no, a candy striper. The lady who I can't remember her name at the moment. The one in the nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, I think you mentioned she, it. Yeah, me she was actually um, 
this is a first role in a normal movie before this used to be in adult movies, if you get my drift. Yeah. Um, so her personality, I think, came over similar to what she was doing in the adult movies, which it wasn't bad, but it, it didn't add much to the movie. Yeah, so that was the 80s one, but in this one, she looks like this woman portraying the, ner- the nurse is a little bit more like a nurse, like very, with a good... Um, nice heart. Nice nurse... Hospital bedside manner. Bedside manner. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm in the other one, she's a bit of a snoot, and I don't even want her to be my nurse. Nine fifty-seven one wasn't too bad, I don't think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, wasn't too bad. Mm. So Very anyway, uh, our, uh, he, we then see that he can speed read, like he can flip through a book really fast, like. And I think you mentioned to me the other night, Dave, Mike, that that he was reading the book backwards. Yeah, he's flipping the books, but if he if he's scanning the pages, it probably wouldn't make much difference. But yeah, I guess. Every, every book he picked up and scanned, he scanned backwards. Hmm. Now I Maybe he likes endings. Know. Who knows? You, know, you re- read the ending first and see if it's worthwhile <laughs> reading the book. No, Ma- it was magazines, books, whatever it was. But it's all scan. He's always flicking through the pages backwards. Uh huh. I maybe yeah no one picked up on that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe or maybe not. Anyway, so yeah, um he then heads out to the parking lot and the policeman is there. What's his name again? Um Jack, who's about to run him and give him a ticket for breaking so many car regulations. Yeah, parking. Yeah. Parking Eventually, he yeah. reads through the manual and figures out how to drive a car properly. Yeah, he's not bad. He just hasn't never driven before. Yeah. He's always got a driver named Jeremy who drives him around doing things. Yeah. Doing odd jobs and stuff like that. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. Good old Jeremy. Yes. Eventually, um, Amanda tells Jack, do not write him a ticket. He's just very badly sick and he was just and he just came in He's for a patient treatment. Here. Yes. So he doesn't write him a ticket and allows him to to go on his merry way. And he and He did look merry. And much later on, Amanda moves into the mansion where with Paul um, Johnson, and the place is decked up in so much glory, beauty, and all that stuff. A very nice mansion. It's tastefully decorated. Yes. Better homes and gardens material. Yeah, yeah. It's really beautiful and very modern, like modern furniture, bits and pieces. A lot different from the other two movies where it was very much mansion. You know, well, ordinary oak old, furniture old styles, and stuff, yeah. old style stuff. Yeah, yeah. In this one, it was a little bit more... More trendy? Trendy. Mm. Anyway, she liked it. And um, he pretty much does like her a lot, I think. And he he wants to make her feel more comfortable, even in this one. Unlike in this movie, um, the other one, he kind of locks her room door when she's going to bed. And when she says, do not lock the door, because that makes me feel like a prisoner, not a guest... But he said in the other movie, he said, he said in, in our, where I come from, people scared to uh, sleep with the doors unlocked. Yeah, but so she yeah. wants to lock the door from the other side, from not in, the from, other from way the around. From the inside. Yeah, so she can get if she needs to. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. 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 As we soon see soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she gets to know him and she does the blood transfusions and... He makes her feel welcome by letting her swim in his pool and do what she wants in the afternoons. And until in the evenings, she gets she gives him another blood transfusion thing in the evenings. 
Of course, he doesn't eat any food. Well, he doesn't, he, doesn't eat, he doesn't eat human food. Yeah, in this one we see him um, eat a weird pancake-shaped creature and it's he eats it inside his stomach. His stomach opens up around, around belly button area yeah. and he throws it in there. Or, yeah. Yummy. Yeah, and then he spews up black something in his in his cup and we they um let nurse finds out later what it what it is supposedly yucky yes meanwhile the doctor comes there tells him about how his blood is the most unusual stuff and and of course the alien in return tells him that you must continue studying this do not go to any other psych other doctors to clarify what's going on and you must not sleep eat and just continue working. Of course, the doctor objects, but eventually mind control takes over. I had a boss like that once. Yeah, and every time someone questions um, Johnson's activities, he always turns a blind eye. You know, the doctor, I mean. He turns off, so he changes the subject. Mm. Yeah, like we soon see later on when he comes to dinner with, um, with our policeman and, our, and Amanda and he keeps changing changing the conversation, saying that Mr. Johnson is a nice, decent man. Yada yada yada. He's not. Not really. Anyway. And meanwhile, <laughs> as we turned out, Johnson is he gets he kind of kills several people in the process. He he kills a one of the kills is a a door to door. Vacuum salesman. No, he no. was a. Uh, Jehovah oh, Witness yes, right. yeah, yeah. in this one. In the other two movies, right. it was a, a, vacuum um, um, a vacuum salesman, but in this one, it was a Jehovah <laughs> Witness, right, yeah. which makes it more understandable because we get a lot of um, people coming to the door hinting to give us spiritual enlightenment and want to sell us a booklet. <laughs> oh, well, gosh knows what. Yeah. Hey, okay. God bless the little cotton socks. Yeah, yeah. eventually, he uses his mind powers and get him to snuff it in the furnace. <laughs> yeah, he ends up. See, what he, he gets the people there, so he, what he's doing, he's sending blood back to his planet so mm-hmm. they can actually use the blood to uh, tra- up, you know, trans- have a transfusion yeah, into themselves. and yeah. in this one, mm-hmm. they turn into very shriveled up mummies in this one. Like yeah, good dead, effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. Eventually, I don't know why. his men then gets um, free homeless people, and they become the next offering of blood to the um, to the aliens. And of course, the evil Lord Alien in this, who was they sort of um, contact him a couple of times. In this one, he they say, "We want you to find us a hum- a female, you know, human, and bring her to and send us send her to our world." So. We can, you know, rebreed our... Or, yeah, do something to breed with. Yeah, or, or study her system. Yeah, or DNA and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Eventually, he does find one amongst some some really nasty customer guys who want to beat him up and steal his suitcase. The suitcase is very important because it has all the um, blood transfusion equipment. Well, yeah, well, yeah, so yeah take, for taking blood out of people, yeah. Uh-huh. To so, pump it out and thank you very much. Yes. So, eventually, he she gets he uses his powers and takes her back to his place. 
just so you know, um, the one thing that's his biggest weakness in this movie is loud screech noises. Yeah, yeah high frequency noises. Yeah, like bells or ring or sirens or if even a car horn is can be very considered a weakness. Yeah, well, the, the, loud, a, the loudest or, in the frequency. Or a screech from a woman, obviously. Eek. Yes. Anyway, it's really important in this movie. So, <laughs> and sort of his weakness. <laughs> That'd be rude. So anyway, um, he's, he sends her back. He also meets up with one of his other kind who just happened to be strolling the um, streets. Uh, yes, I think she stuck through the yeah. uh, transporter. Yeah, according to the story mm. that she came there because she wants to escape the riots happening yeah, in their yeah, town. Yeah, things are getting worse on the home pl- yeah. in the home planet. She yeah. also has information <clears throat> that indicates that all the breeding, all the, the uh, women he's been sending... Or actually, it was just one woman, but she was being devoured instead of studied. See, even also squashed. Yeah. What? What did they say? Didn't they say she was squashed? Or was that the other movie? No, that was the other movies. Oh, okay. In the other movies, that both women, both um, victims get crushed. Uh, but but this in this, this one, got she got up. doubled uh, up by the um, uh-huh. by the um, villains. Yeah. Well. Yeah, meaning they didn't. They don't have an intention to study the human race. They uh, they what, tend to, um, they're hungry. I think is the word. They're hungry. Well, vampires. They don't mind a bit of meat as well. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he thinks that that he and Johnson figures that he should go. They should um, try to go back to their world and face the bad, the bad monster, bad alien leaders, and in hopes of probably getting them in control of the... Um, yeah, maybe start their own... Start their own um, race. Yeah, their own group, hive, whatever yeah, you want to call it. They, yeah, they yeah. call it a hive of sorts. It sounds like a beehive buzz, to buzz, me. Buzz, buzz. It didn't have a hive in Resident Evil? Ah. ah. So anyway, they she's pretty much doesn't have any blood, so they go down to the hospital, and in his haste, he gets... Um, blood came from a rabies a, a, a dog. Pers- no, I mean, a, person. a person who had contracted rabies from yeah. a dog or something. Yeah. yeah. So it was infected blood. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. the. Uh, you think the alien would have taken a bit of care and read what was on the bottle? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, Johnson then explains to her that he'll continue sending blood and vi- other victims to to their leaders so they won't avert suspicion on his front of trying to overtake them so to keep things even so yeah, exactly but w- when she le- leaves him eventually she starts stumbling around getting sick and puking and she soon goes back to the hospital and she kind of slowly dies on the operating table yeah, not very nice either. and meanwhile um johnson discover finds another female and tries to use his hypnotic powers which but that, which one that one um a woman who is uh, sort of um looking after his car and he just um, right, tries yeah. to use powers, but then an uh, angry carist, bam, motorist, bam, bam, yeah, his um, yeah. horn at him and, and broke his, uh, broke his concentration. Yeah. As I said before, this isn't very important. And eventually she runs off, and there was some stupid dialogue where she tries when she's trying to outrun him. Oh, did you say something really weird? Yeah, like, um, um, you will never get me your... your it sounds stupid, to be honest. Yeah, but eventually, yeah, really he does catch up to her <coughs> and using his blazing eyes. But bear in mind, he wears sunglasses, which kind of 
protects others people from his his yeah, eyes that burn right through. Glowing eyes that they burn through to your soul. That's the sort of weapon against other people in this movie. Yeah, somewhere. Yes, mm. he then burns the poor woman and she f- tumbles and falls right off the roof of the, the a building Yeek. while she was trying to get away. Eventually, um, the uh, the the alien woman dies and she, in her last moments of of passing over, oh gosh knows, she says to Johnson, you must find another likely candidate to be your queen. And he, I think deep down we both know that it's Amanda he has his eyes set, set on to become yeah. his queen. Well, he was a bad looking babe, you know. Well, he was in love with her, but even though there's no char- too much character development, I would have loved it in this movie if he tried to um, try to... Get her pants. Well, try to get her right, to right. Um, <laughs> like him, oh, like yes. um, somehow tries to establish a relationship yeah, with her. Flowers and chocolates would have been like a nice start. Yeah, trying yeah. to, or tries to become sort of a, a you know, like the end credit you love wanna, triangle. You just want a sex scene, that's all. Well, mm. I, I like it if it was a love triangle in this movie, like maybe a, something that would make it a little bit more interesting. I can't really pray it predict it but I just thought mm. it would be great if it was like that in this movie anyway anyway <laughs> eventually um, our policeman he phones up his girlfriend and tells her that the bad news that a woman died on the operating table and she wore glasses and just her, like Mr. Johnson and mm. her eyes were a bizarre colour yeah, yeah they had really weird looking eyes yeah no optic nerve like we have or something or other. Mm, yeah, quite. Something really weird. And, mm. and uh, the start thinks he's just like Mr. Johnson. Mm-hmm. And the police, doctor was still saying, no, no, Mr. Johnson's got nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's hypnotised. Yeah, yeah of course. He continues to do this. Mind controlled or something or other. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Jeremy and um, Amanda continue there. They, they go down to um, um, Johnson's den and in order to find out any information. They found a lot of stuff down there, and they found the one of the weird flat pancake creatures that Eww. that he has in storage somewhere. Yeah, in, and he in, and, in and Jeremy right. ends up squishing the thing, and along the, the lines of, and they find um, a special portal in a wall yeah. that shows um, a sort of the um, sort of a portal to an the, to other, the world. other world. Of course. Um, they realize that the, that they're they're just headed in the twilight zone in this movie. <laughs> twilight zone. <laughs> so, That's another one, folks. We haven't done. Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny, haha. <coughs> so anyway, um, as I Amanda then gets another call from the doctor, and he then goes on about how um, about the woman, about how she has these weird eyes and her skin reacted really fast to the, the rabies yeah stuff. didn't like it very much but i don't think anybody else would but either meanwhile yeah. while they're talking um mm. johnson comes into the to the house and he hears the conversation yeah, he picked up the phone picks, on the extension yeah, line well he doesn't pick up but he just listens to the um probably the oh, okay. um radio waves or whatever they call whatever it. emf whatever yeah. emf whatever and as he, he listens, he hears about <laughs> a possible cure that might be able to save his people. And when she, he says, and when the doctor says, um, never mind all that stuff, I'm going to hang up now, yada, yada, yada. And eventually mm. he hangs up. And then that's when Johnson picks up the receiver that's on the other end and, and says that that doctor, Rochelle, Rochelle is um, 
disconnected. Yeah. And he says to her, remain calm, I'm coming for you. In that weird way. Eventually, she cold, tries to leave the room. Deliberate yeah. way he spoke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. he, she tries to uh, leave her room, but she gets cornered by him. Eventually, Jeremy appears with his his with a gun in his hand. In this one, it that did, didn't work. Yeah, it mentions in the other two movies that he had carried a gun, but in this one, he never mentioned it. Weird, really weird. Eventually, he tries to shoot him, but there, but. Johnson's voice comes to his head saying, you will not shoot me. It's and, against the law. And mm. he then points his gun in another direction and then Johnson zaps him with his laser eyes. What a groovy... Yeah. Hey, the Emperor, uh, the, the emperor out of uh, Star Wars could have done it. Uh, yeah. mm. Eventually, um, Amanda ducks away and tries to get escape. She runs across a few more alien things along the way. I won't tell you too much because it's still a little strange to me. She then heads out into um, sort of a back um, exit and Johnson is right on her heels saying, Amanda, I'm coming. I know where Do you're going. Run. I, yeah, you may I run, but I'll, but I'll, I'll be find a... your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you can't, whatever, yeah. He then tries mm. to explain that he doesn't mean to harm her anyway, that he plans to take her back <coughs> to his world. I just want to kidnap you and make you the mother. Mother of a nation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or mm. something. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So we I end up having this no. awesome car chase or car and in, in yeah car chase where she he's driving, she's running on her hip. Through the park, woods obviously, at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great place. Yeah, yeah. and it's an awesome chase scene for all three movies. <laughs> and then the police guy. A, she then phones him at yeah. a payphone, whatever yeah. they call them, and. Uh, she explains the situation after getting a little bit of stressed out on oh, the I wonder where she got a coin from. Oh, no, it's an emergency operator connected, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway, she was able to get through, and they eventually... Um, she, uh, she then... But then the car from... Johnson's car appears and is heading straight for her. So she continues running, although she's running out of breath, and you can imagine, because, after all, running does... Um, you eventually will get exhausted. I have trouble walking across the room at the moment. Mm -hmm. I can't breathe. Yeah, mm -hmm. eventually she kind of stumbles a little bit, and soon enough, um, Johnson is is close on her heels, and he tells her to stop. And, and he manages to get her mind under control. Yeah, he finally gets her mm -hmm. mind controlled over, her and he then explains to her that they will return to the mansion together, and they will return to his world and where she'll become an egg layer or now, whatever. This is important. He only gave her those instructions. Yes. He mm. told her to wait there for him until he until returns. Well, he got back to the mansion. Yeah. He yeah. Had, had to finish off doing a few things. Police yeah. were hanging around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. Yeah, so he, she heads on her way. He heads off and tries to outrun the police in the final attempt to get away from them, which I think would be was really cool. Eventually, uh, Amanda does run across her boyfriend and he t asks her if he's armed and he says, yes, his eyes <laughs> and all that stuff. Mm. This is one bit of dialogue that hasn't changed in, in all three movies. Mm. So yeah. he tells her to stay put and while he runs and tries to tries to pick him up or tries to get exactly. pick him up. So, but she doesn't stick around, not even for an ambulance. No, so she jumps into the ambulance <coughs> and drives back to the mansion. And she heads back to the um, 
to the room and she taps in the numbers and stuff and waits for the for Johnson to return. Of course, Johnson doesn't return because he um is busy dodging the police. He tries his absolute hardest to try to get um um get um Jack's um Jack, try to control Jack, try to get his hand to act numb, but, yeah, and but things don't go. Work. Yeah, he said, "Look at my eyes," and he keeps looking over his shoulder, looking at the policeman and, and, the, police, and the road. Bear in mind, he's looking at the road and the policeman bangs him forwards, and then doesn't the Jack turn his siren on his motorbike? Well, I think there was in the other movie, but he oh, doesn't yeah. in this one. Yeah, so so he, they just had an accident. Yeah, so yeah. he ends up skidding, and then he falls over a rocky slope and crashes the car. And then we have a final moment where he, where dear old Johnson is eyes open and his mind is thinking of Amanda for his last moments and his eyes slowly burn out and dies and And Amanda wakes from her trance and so is Dr. Rochelle no uh, Dr. Rochelle in this one was killed in the other yeah in this one in the 1950s ones both Rochelle got gets killed in the 80s version he doesn't get killed he gets out of a trance whatever yeah okay so we then cut to a scene in the Sorry, cemetery mm-hmm. where we see um, a gravestone which which is labelled "This man is not from this this earth. Earth, this earth." And the police guy saying something like, "He feels sad that he's buried out of the middle of nowhere." Yada yada yada. Yeah, away from all his people, and and she's saying that good riddance to him. No, she's. I think she just no. feel a little bit bad that he's dead, but I think, I think that that her. Jack is a little bit more relieved that it's over and it doesn't yeah. and not have to worry about this. But zombie, any, this anyway, they're both anyway. there. Who paid the burial? Beats me. I the think sta- the big stone lock there. Uh, it cost know. a few dollars, wasn't it? True, true. Anyway, anyway, it's true. Cremated them. It was already up there. True, true. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> they go on their merry way, and then we see a guy, another car pull up. And another alien guy and gets an out. an alien guy wearing the exact same outfit as... Men in black stuff, you know, yeah. suit, white shirt, tie, you know, hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or not, not in this one. There's no hat in this one. Oh, well, okay. No Bear in mind, this, this is... um. This 1990s version was a little bit yeah, more don't modern. Wear, don't wear as many hats. They yeah. wore a bit of a modern-day clothing instead it was, of... It was still a suit and a tie, wasn't it? Yeah, suit and tie, but other than that, it, the rest it. of the clothing was a bit... Well, was a dark <laughs> colour. Yes. I mean, this is the uh, 90s. I mean, that was the 90s. Mm. And it, and styles do change. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that was the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an awesome movie. Like it, and it had the end. I would have loved it if there wonder. was more chemistry between him and Amanda, if he really did like you her. You just wanted a sex scene. That's no, all I don't want a sex scene. <laughs> I, would, I mean, there was a... Just so for you guys out there who are guys... Um, there is a nudity in, the, in two nude bits here in this movie. Yes. In, well, actually, I'll have to say, if you were watching the eighties one and this one, I would say there's definitely a lot of some You're nudity. You're not wrong. The first one was a bit more conservative. Yeah, considering this is nineteen, that was nineteen fifties back then. Boobs and bums go a long way in these movies. But mm-hmm. in earlier Roger Corman movies, if you bother to watch them, there is a lot more nudity hanging about. Hey, is Roger still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Hey, Roger, if you listen to this, mm. you're, oh, you're a, a cat. No, you've no, you got a lot of good <laughs> movies out no. there, mate. Yeah. No, I, I'm, just well. ki- I'm just kidding, guys. I'm yeah. just I'm just getting that out of my sex system. Sex or no sex, good movies. I mean, mm. I, I'm not, I don't, ju- I don't, 
I don't appreciate all of Roger Corman's movies, but I appreciate the energy behind it. Yeah. I like the fact that years ago, when he was a younger independent filmmaker, that he... Um, he didn't think about the money. He thought about just um, entertaining the, the, the masses. Art, the art, well, yeah, they do producing a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the art, yeah, yeah, the product. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, he often did films a little differently to the mainstream ones. Oh, yeah, very tight budget in the first couple. Yeah, some yeah, of them. But yeah. he, I think, he did an awesome job trying to do things for himself, not for, for. Yeah, I think I read somewhat that he, yeah, he, yeah. Um, he just. He did want. I to, think you he mentioned he wanted, he wanted to control that yeah. aspect of his movie yeah. making. I think you mm. told me something and uh, something interesting and new that I didn't know about <clears throat> the nineteen fifties version of mm. uh, of his of not of the surf about um who his assistant director who oh, was oh what's his name uh, the the guy who um Tom Grafe yeah who was the guy who was a producer director of a teenage matter space yeah who would have thought yeah. it. So he had assistant director, so, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Mm. Um, he worked on it with him. So that's kind of interesting, that. Yeah. i got to admit, though, when you look at Roger Corman's earlier works, they were like something out of Ed Wood would well, have done. Well, they were the B-movie sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he, he grew and developed, made some really fun movies after that. Yeah, mm, But you've got to start somewhere. True, but yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And i got to admit, it is interesting. I mean, mm. taking that, that if Ed Wood was still around, per se, guys... <laughs> He 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 didn't. He could have um continued doing stuff like yeah, this no. for. See, see well, I, I got a, I got a theory about Ed Wood. Now, Ed Wood and other newbie filmmakers back in those days, uh, they all came from the same place. They wanted to create. Uh, mm. Only problem, Ed Wood couldn't get credibility, uh, and he couldn't get the funding. Yeah, I so, mentioned probably to you guys yeah. about Glenn and Glenda. Mm-hmm. That movie? Yeah, the movie about the transvestite, not tra- transvestite, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If he did... Um, yeah, that that cruel his career. Yeah. If yeah. he did Bride of the Monster first, yeah, he might then that could have developed more credibility that yeah. way. He, it's very fickle business. Mm. It's not like that guy who did that, that old movie Freaks, uh, mm. Todd Browning, was it? Mm. Yeah. Now, Todd did a movie called Freaks about a carnival with freaks. And he wanted to be true to life so he used real freaks. And the people in the, who saw it were disgusted that he used real freaks. Mm. <laughs> but these people aren't freaks. They're human beings who just aren't the same as us. Mm. But And, and they, they didn't mind being in the movie. They yeah. weren't really exploited. They were being paid to do a job in a movie, mm. like anybody else. But the market... Uh, I don't they kind put, of I, gave it the thumbs down. That, and and that, that helped. To, uh, I mean, I think shortly after he did the Dracula movie and a few other movies, but he couldn't get his credibility too high up because uh, this Freaks movie. Mm. So, yeah, it's a very dangerous business uh, when you try to go and do something different. I agree. Mm, which is a shame because you want something different. Exactly so. Mm. That's why I'm working on my documentary to try something different that might inspire other people to tr- you to not get too involved in just one genre you could tr- you can try out several genres until you're happy with the ones you're happy to work on yeah actually just getting back to the the earlier mo- movies um mm-hmm. the 1957 one obviously was a roger corman movie mm-hmm. now the one that was done in 1988 mm-hmm. 
used the exact same script, albeit a couple of words might have been changed here and there. Yep. However, it was the same script. Mm. <laughs> um, that was, but you got to look at 30 years later, they contemporised it. Okay. Now, the point is that it was made, that movie was made on a dare. Um, that was directed by Jim Wanowski, I think it's the right pronounced, uh, Wanowski. Mm. Yeah, uh, Wanowski, I think it is. Mm. And um, he said he could make a movie on limited budget, uh, uh, same way as Roger Corman did 30 years earlier. Mm. And he made the movie, mm. following the same script, yada, yada, yada. And I think he made the movie in 12 days. Mm, really? That makes sense. I got 12 days. Really? Make a feature-length movie. Now that, I mean, even if you're copying it, I don't care if you're copying it or a, a brand new script or something, that's a damn fine effort. 12 days to make a feature movie. Mm. Whether you like the movie or not, it doesn't matter. That's but a, it's, that's a lot of hard work put in. It yeah. does explain mm. a lot. I mean, yeah. why um, the um, the girl who is playing the nurse, well, she, you got to admit, I keep thinking... Back to that, those scenes that I just didn't like the fact she, her bedside manner was so. No, she was too, she was too well, She did come over like a nurse, but I mean that lady was Tracy Lords. Now I believe Tracy had been in adult films before that, and I think she's using the same sort of personalities that she's using, or similar as uh, she's using in the adult films. But she's supposed to be a real nurse. Yeah. Uh, and mm. she didn't come over as a nurse. She yeah. came over as a, a streetwise uh, mm-hmm. whatever. And it just, to me, she, she wasn't the part. She looked really good, yeah. don't get me wrong. And she wasn't necessarily a bad actress, but mm. she didn't portray. But I think I, I read somewhere yeah. that yeah. the director who, who directed that yeah, yeah. version of it, yeah. he was more interested eye in eye candy, eye candy. and tits well, he got eye candy and okay. butts. Well, yeah. he got a butt's okay, and a few boobs, and a few things. And, and yada, a few yada. sex scenes. Have a sex scene. Yeah. Well, actually, it was not a legit no, sex scene. It was scene. just a... Well, I remember there was a sex scene in that version. Oh, okay. was, I, 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 it's a little bit of a blur to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unlike um, the 1950s, where they didn't do sex scenes, they practically... Um, they faded that... Fade they, out. Fade out, though. Or you go to the pigeons or the doves or something, or other. Like, or, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember in some of those old movies, they, they try to... Blur out the um, whole. What was the movie we like saw that? where we saw trains going in the tunnels and rockets going off? And what was that recently? Uh, we saw? That was um, Babysitter 2. Babysitter 2. That, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see a sex scene. But you see but all, you the, all these. Um, s- know, sirens, these, bit of. Um, you know, you're trying, trains going through tunnels and. A hot and dog the, going uh, into a thing. Yeah, yeah, hot dog going into a bun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, uh, it was a comedy, so, you know. <laughs> You don't look, honestly, you, to me, you don't need to have nude scenes or sex scenes in every movie. If it works for the movie, it's part of the storyline, fine. Um, yeah. And this one here... Um, I bite, yeah, it, so well, to speak. Yeah. It's probably, it probably wasn't necessarily in, in place or out of place here, but some movies just overdo it. You don't really need to have... I mean, if you think you have to do uh, bare bums and boobs and stuff to get the movie through, you maybe don't have a good movie to start with. Yeah. Mm. You've got a good story. You don't need all that stuff. You need a good story. To start yeah, with. I mean, uh, I remember in a, um, a Gilligan's Island movie where okay. where they meet up with Ginger in the mo- when they were back on the real world. Yeah. They were having trouble. People, they were all having a hard time getting back to civilization because, yeah, yeah, because things have changed. Exactly. 
And Ginger had a hard time because her script was full of filthy, you know, st- stuff. Unlike um, oh yeah, yeah, back in her day when yeah, she went, went to the cruise. Instead of um, instead of um, focusing on a good storytelling, is focus her the um, latest production she was in was more focused on, on sex, sex bodies, bodies yeah, and yeah. a bit of nudity. Yeah, and which she didn't want to do. Eventually, yeah. dear old Gilligan, when he was. Talking, he talks about other movies like Don't Deal with Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, like yeah, Star yeah. Wars or Jaws. They didn't deal with too much sex no, or that's gore. Point. You get a good they, story, you don't need it. Yeah, and let's get on tell a story. That's, yeah, what, that's what the movie's about. Yeah, and yeah. the director who was listening in on the conversation figured, hey, he's right. A lot of those movies didn't deal with sex and stuff like that. Yeah, so exactly. he kind of realized, saw the light in that scene. Yeah. You think about it. Exactly right. I mean, if you go in there and check all the really, 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 really classy top paying movies, there's probably no sex scenes in them. Mm, true. You might get the odd one, like Fifty Shades of Grey or something, rather. Or which a kissy movie. kiss, obviously. Yeah. But um, but the average movie, mm. um, they rely on the story, the action, or whatever the comedy or whatever it's going on. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Whatever works in. Yeah, the story. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I gotta admit, though, I did. I mean, I. I did think the ni- this nineteen nineties five version of of not of the surf. I thought it did. I think work it's better really than well. the other two movies, and I'm not knocking the scriptwriter. I'm not knocking Roger Corman or anything else, because Roger was on this. Um, but the old movie was an old style of filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a new style of filming. Things mm-hmm. have changed in thirty. Well, actually, over thirty is forty years. Uh, things had changed dramatically. Yeah, true. Uh, style's different. The filming techniques, yeah. the quality was different. I know we yeah. often keep yeah. talking yeah. about mm. this, guys, but when, like, as I told these guys in the past, um, like how so many, a lot of writers would tell you that to write something that, that may may take place in real life, you know? you got to make it real. Make it real. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you don't, like, you don't expect um, the leading lady to have sex on the first date or whatever. You like to, even though it's <laughs> cool, it's um interesting, but yeah. will it sell tickets well, it might in the back? Sell, look, it might sell tickets, but it's not necessarily telling a good story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have loved it if there was a bit more um, character development between the nurse and the a- alien. I mean, a little bit, like, like. Like I would love it if there was a bit. He was jealous of the um, policeman. Maybe we cool. Oh, hey, hey, he could have killed him or something rather, yeah, and, and drained drained his blood off, or hypnotized him and sent him back to the planet. Uh-huh. Ah, ah, yeah, he'd now come back from there. Uh, well, it would be cool if he just um, um, try to get her to um, think of him more than than yeah, the other. He could have if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did that for obvious reasons. Yeah, it would destroy mean, the movie. True, true. Uh-huh. I did think it was interesting in this one where he developed some romantic love interest in this one instead of the other one where he's a cold fish. I think oh. you said it last the other day, Mike, that yeah. that both of those alien guys who were portraying in those roles were very cold fish guys. Yeah, like, they, 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 so they had, had no emotion. Yeah. They were just like, um, how do you put it? Cold, clinical, no emotion, almost like an android. Hmm. Hello, how are you? I am fine, blah, blah. Yeah, a bit like in uh, Teenage Matter Space, how the lead actor, that uh, David Love, hmm. the way he portrayed an alien. Exactly. Now, Maybe that's where he got the idea from. Well, I don't know, probably. And he, he talked, he did the words, but he had no emotion because they hadn't experienced emotion on the planet. 
Mm, so he didn't know how to behave. So he just taught that almost a monotone voice and blah, 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 with no actually real emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that's what these aliens are like mm-hmm. in the two movies. Oh, yeah, another thing. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Rochelle. Rochelle, his character's name was used in um, the Swamp Thing the sequel movie. Did you say one of these guys was in a Swamp movie? Yeah, the 1988 one. I imagine the director, the director who directed yeah. both movies, they, he thought, I would like to use that name for this movie. So he bought, probably bought the name from Gerald nice Roger name. Corman and add a bit of a... So sort the director of, of this movie did Swamp Thing too, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, of, there you go, what a small world. And with a, the, the same actor in the 1980s one, obviously. Makes sense, really. Oh, okay. it, I think it adds... And uh, maybe not a direct sequel to it, no, or but just no, it a, would be hint, a sequel, hint. But 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 just, it's, it's, you get the same uh, movie studio, mm. and you're gonna have that. You're gonna have the same actors turn around movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And another thing yeah. is, um, in one scene where we watched um, Johnson watching TV, and he's watching Dracula Rising, which is oh, yeah, was, right. was released. Say, let me see. Two years before you this call movie. It, you call them Easter eggs, don't you? What? You call them Easter eggs or eggs? Yeah, or Easter egg th- yeah, hunt, yeah. whatever Yeah, because you see what's going on behind the scenes. Was there a James Bond movie in the book on the shelf? Was it a James Bond bird watching or something, rather? Um. I think someone told me. Because yeah. James Bond was actually taken for a name of a bird watch, an ornithologist mm. or something, rather. Mm. And he wrote a book. And the book was there on the shelf. And was something by some bird book. By James Bond. Is that yeah. on the shelf in the background? So, moving on <laughs> back to this no, thing. what's your recent Rex? I was yeah. sort of saying earlier yeah. about how this movie was talking about um, dealing with uh, the victim being drained of blood, yada, yada, yada. And they talked about this that must really be um, yeah. a vampire killing sort of spree going on. So, this kind of fits in with the um, this um, the story with the um, the vampire stuff. I mean, yeah. it deals with... Um, a weird man dressed in a suit coming to town. He's booked himself some nice digs. Yeah, he has a mm. he has a servant type sort of thing. Loom like it's just funny. Yeah, was was this was in this movie? I'm trying to think. Mm. Is this movie or the other movie where? I mean, he's always the the assist, the servant's always been either a criminal uh-huh. who's been in in for small things like petty crime and he was I think one of the movies I don't know if it was this one or one of the other ones he was actually caught breaking into the house mm. and the guy offered him a job yeah I think it was the 1980s one <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's quite funny isn't in it? this one mm. in the 1995 he just he just picked up a flyer that says help yeah. wanted yada yeah, yada and yada gave, yeah, and, and ridi- rid- ridiculous weekly wages like yeah, yeah like one thousand yeah. or two thousand oh, dollars yeah. per yeah. week because he wanted he, the alien wanted to get people in there who will he'll do whatever he likes and, and shut up otherwise they don't get the money yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. hey if someone paid me a, a buckload of money i'd do well, almost, don't go. almost anything mm. i wouldn't yeah. kill anybody no, but then again, he didn't mm. ask Jeremy to kill anybody. Well, he just, I think Jeremy he had just an idea um, asked him head. to yeah. deliver any people yeah. he wanted or but, not. Yeah, well. but I think Jeremy would have to be really stupid not to know that mm. uh, I'm bringing people to the house, but I'm not mm. taking them anywhere else, mm. and they, and they disappear. Yeah, in the mm. 1980s <laughs> one, instead of um, uh, homeless people, they brought to the house. Uh, they they brought three hookers. hookers in there. 
And that, think, that one, of, one of them is really over the top. Yeah, <laughs> she spoke like a very... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't even invite her over for a cup of tea, oh, let alone I wouldn't for a touch it. I'd, I'd, I'd take a shot of penicillin before I went near her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I did think that that was a shot of reality for that movie a yeah, little bit. They had, they, had, they had homeless people, they had hookers and everything. Yeah. People who wouldn't get missed. Yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. Um, it, if that was... Either, I know if you said it was a wager, right? Didn't you about the nineteen eighties one? Yeah, the nineteen eighty eight movie. That was a wager yeah. to try and make the movie as cheap uh, on a cheap, a limited budget, mm. uh, and in a rush job, a, a twelve hour yeah. pressure cooker uh, production. Yeah, yeah, I often think that when they did the um, hookers and the women in that one, I often think it was a tribute or a montage to. Dear old Roger Corman's fond of of revealing nude women in movies in the eighties. Well, Doctor Gold put in the bikini machine or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> or uh, something like that. Yeah, right, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, irrespective, it was fun. The, actually, the three, the first movie was wasn't quite comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. I mean, a lot of old movies had a touch of humour thrown in there, but I don't think it was made as a comedy. But the one in eighty eight. And this one had a such bit. Well, the eighty-eight was definitely comedy, hmm. a comedy horror, and this one had uh, bits of comedy in it. Hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think this one's better, and I'm not knocking anybody else, the directors and whatever, hmm. and the actors. But I think this one has brought it together in a fresher storyline, yeah. with some better acting and better filming techniques and hmm. whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is a good movie. Yeah. Hmm. Can we get this kind of good? I mean, we, we, we download this off, uh, off YouTube. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can get it on yeah. the um, but video you get, you get, or DVD. You definitely get it off YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just watch it, obviously. Well, no, you watch it. I, mean, we, I download so I watch it when I'm at leisure and send me because someone, you know, I don't, I don't always have access to the internet where I am. Yeah. So I download so I watch it later. Yeah. yeah. I do. Uh, um, I There are some interesting movies in this uh, I would love to watch probably later on, maybe. What's that? Well, like that one I told you about, Dracula Rises. Oh, I yeah. might do a review Which on the, that, that one. Is that the one we like with the, uh, the really nice looking guy who got, was a priest? And he got converted? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. that's not a bad movie, it's Dracula a, Rising. It's got mm. a good storyline, mm. but mm. I'm not too fond of the opening song or music. Oh, yeah, forget that. Forget that. Forget the soundtrack, you know, the music soundtrack part. Yeah, but I'm only glad that's just for the yeah. opening and for the credits. Yeah. Nothing in between. Yeah, but well, it, it, it didn't suit the exactly. movie. But was that a, it was a European movie though, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that yeah. I think they hired a um, an old style film a music music composer. Yeah. And they well they wanted him to play make a soundtrack for them, but they I don't know what that guy's music set was like but yeah, he it, must have picked a, it did, it a wrong track it didn't suit the movie however yeah forgetting the opening and closing soundtrack mm-hmm. it's not a bad movie though. Mm-hmm. We, we might do it in the next couple of weeks yeah mm-hmm. but add, add it to the list of things to do yeah so anyway i'm going to rate this about um nine and a half yeah i'm going to rate it um nine and a half too not Ooh. that i'm um copying mic or anything i just feel like it does seem like it's reaching a nine to me yeah, yeah. Mm. that's good that's it's good value i mean also yeah it, i don't think it's going to be on dvd because mm. it went straight to what did i say went to mm. um showtime it may have made it to um yeah dvd but we found it on youtube yeah i'm mm. not sure if they're going to make another four free make i'm not sure i haven't heard but you never well, know with um with youtube 95 
Hmm. The one was done that in '88, and then hmm. the one was done in '57, wasn't it? '57, yeah. Hmm. Um, if they're gonna if they're gonna make a remake, you think they would have made it by now? Yeah, true, true. Yeah. But you never know, Mike. This is the um, in the last say several years, we've been through a lot of remakes and reboots and oh. re- and sequels. And while this is the only time I've and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be be a little serious on this point. This is the only movie I've had has never had a sequel and that bit at the end oh, yeah. has always kept me wondering well, why they never had a sequel for well, that. I mean it was scene. open for a sequel. It was open like, for it. It wasn't the blob had something like question mark or something mm, like that. There the was end, a, yeah. yeah in the nineteen eighties one. Yeah it had a question mark. Yeah. Which is great. Was that the end? You know it's so yeah, yeah. It's good to have a, well, I'm not a an big open f- door at the end just well, in case. I'm not a big yeah. fan of sequels for some movies, but this is um does could, could be good. Does would wouldn't be great if they could have done something there. At least try something. At least try to make a new script and and do a yeah, sequel yeah, like around what, that. Alligator one, alligator two, or something rather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something. I mean, it's waiting for something to happen. Anyway, I think that's about it. I think we've we've bored the people enough today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, before we head off again, I'm going to advertise that about our upcoming documentary that we're doing this um this month that i'm going to be working on in post editing which will be great i've already got so many awesome videos and i'm really looking forward and i can't wait to start editing it down as much as i can we're not going to do any spoilers but there's two really interesting ones Mm. that i think everyone's going to like you may know um what mike mike one is thinking of but i and i understand what you where he's going with that one you can't i don't want any spoiler alerts here yeah because you got i mean these aren't big major players like your george lucas's and your steven spielberg these are people down the bottom but that's where roger Corman came from exactly right who no, knows and other people. what's yeah. out there that for everyone Roger mm. I mean there might be another Roger Corman amongst us it could be another Steven Spielberg well, or a not, Francis Ford Coppola well, or somebody yeah. not to be insulting to everyone out there but you know independent filmmakers are a, is an awesome genre to yeah, yeah, be had Carpenter or an Abrams there's gonna be somebody out there waiting it's, to you know, bloom yeah, yeah exactly yeah. maybe this documentary will get you those so those filmmakers out there or actors out there to get to the um, next level, hopefully. Well, well might not, but at least if anyone watches this, hmm. and then they uh, have a look at their uh, Facebook pages or websites or whatever, they can go and see what they're doing. And if they like it, they can tell other people. Hmm. And that's your whole idea, right? you know, word of mouth and get it around. Yes. Exactly yeah. so. Anyway, do you so, want to wrap it up? Yeah, we well, might as well wrap it up. So, guys, be sure to check out those these movies um, we've just talked about. I really would like you guys to have your to tell us what you think of them. You know, which ones are your favorites? Which one do you yeah, like? I mean, yeah, if you like, like if you do you re- like the 1950s one or do you like the yeah, 80s one? Feedback would be or really, really not. not you just, like the yeah. 90s version with Michael yeah. York that we yeah. just reviewed. Yeah, a bit of feedback would be nice occasionally saying, hey, yeah, we like that one. Yeah, really good. Or yeah. we like that review. Yeah, just, just give us, movie, just give us an idea or, yeah. which one you think yeah. out there is your favorite. Or so you say, that was good. That mm. was bad. That was so. so. No. Yeah. Have you got any more? Uh, command of the human language. You know? Yeah, it's, be sure to... Um, words are cheap, you know. Yeah, they don't sh- cost much. Shut up. No, yeah. well, they can say many words. It doesn't cost me anything. So, anyway, I advise you guys, please send your comments about which one you think is the most interesting of all the 
of of the uh, movies. I like this one best. Okay. So anyway, thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys. We'll talk to you guys again soon. So see you guys. We'll hopefully we'll hear from you again. Exactly. Bye, Bye. guys.